Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I'm here today with two very special guests that I'm excited to introduce you to, Cindy Check and Carmen Cook. And I'm going to have the two of you tell our audience, um, listeners, a little bit more about yourselves, and then we'll jump into our topic today. My name is Cindy Check, and I am currently working with the Minnesota Department of Education as the WIDA Early Years Ambassador. Previous to this work, I worked um, in the early childhood field for the past 36 years, primarily as a director of programs uh, within a school district setting. And I'm really excited to be able to tell you more about the WIDA Early Years resources. Great. How about you, Carmen? Thanks for having us, Priscilla. Um, My name is Carmen Cook, and I've worked in the field of early childhood for numerous years as well. Um, I'm an instructor or faculty member in the Early Childhood Studies program at Metropolitan State University, and I've been working on several projects with the Minnesota Department of Education over the past couple years, and um, working with the WIDA Early Years program is one of those projects. So we're excited to be here and talk a little bit more about resources for multilingual learners in Minnesota. Great. And I'm sure our listeners are, are saying, WIDA, what does that stand for? What does that mean? So can you tell us a little bit more about that? For sure. <laughs> that, that's funny because I always do that too, and I have to look it up. So yeah. <laughs> WIDA actually stands for World Class Instructional Design and Assessment. And WIDA is part of the Wisconsin Center for Educational Research at the UW of Madison. Um, And they are the experts in working with multilingual learners and their families. Um, WIDA Early Years is the early childhood branch of the organization. There's also WIDA for K-12 learners. So that makes bridging early childhood to K-12 seamless um, for all of the resources. That's fantastic. And so tell me, I know that this partnership with WIDA has a little history. So can you elaborate a little bit about how this all started in our state, in Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota actually began working with WIDA in 2016 and has included a lot of different components. Um, It began with some training of trainers. So there are trainers throughout the state who participated um, in training about early multilingual learners. Over a couple years' time, I think there were two or three different, they called them cadres at the time. Um, WIDA also worked with Minnesota on vision setting for thinking about how how we will be addressing um, the needs and the assets of multilingual learners because they come rich with many, many um, strengths. Um, There have been conference sessions that WIDA has put on for us throughout the state in different capacities. Um, They've worked on some PLC resources. And then one of the biggest things that we worked on recently was drafting an addition to the knowledge and competency framework on multilingual learners and their families. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And then they also did a research study um, with multilingual families in Minnesota to learn more about their needs. So we're excited to say in 2021, just in October, we relaunched our state membership with WIDA, and this includes 
a lot of great resources for early childhood professionals in our state. Yeah. Oh, and I, I got to hear about that firsthand by attending some of the webinars that you all did when you were rolling out the resources. And one thing that struck me was, oh my goodness, there's so much here. Yeah. And and truly, what a great tool for early childhood educators to be able to access this. So, you know, as we kind of move into that, tell us more about what's available to support multilingual learners in the early childhood setting. Great. And I'll be happy to share more about the details. So WIDA Early Years resources are based on 14 essential actions that help practitioners support the learning of young multilingual children. These actions provide an organizing structure and are intended to guide program leaders and educators in their work. And they're really lumped into three different areas, assessment, implementation, and planning. There's no one action that's really more important than another, which allows programs to begin by identifying their own specific needs or preferences, looking at family needs and preferences, and also what makes sense to start with with their current staff and uh, the professional learning time and resources they have available. So these resources are set up to introduce concepts and knowledge and then to help individual educators and programs move from that knowledge into daily practice. And we know that's so needed for early childhood programs. Definitely. A great feature is that these resources are available to anyone in our state. They can be used by individual educators, family child care providers, center-based child care providers, school, um, school-based programs, private preschool, um, they're really available to anybody who has an interest um, in working with multilingual learners. It, the resources include a variety of tools that are available through the WIDA portal. Anyone can access online courses. There are a total of seven courses available for individuals or programs to utilize. Part of uh, the the coursework also includes Promising Practices Implementation kit, kit, which gives a workbook that addresses how administrators, families, and educators can support the essential actions within their own settings. There are also some tools for assessment, assessing family needs, um, also assessing program needs and the implementation status for individual programs. Um, there are two webinars that the Minnesota Department of Education conducted with WIDA to share both the WIDA Early Years resources and also the knowledge and competency framework work that was done around uh, content area 10, which is working with multilingual learners and their families. Hmm. Those are... Um, available and also a making connections document, which is a very robust document that outlines uh, planning tools for educators, along with a great examples that are really explicit about how to tie the early learning um, standards, which is our early childhood indicators of progress with the, um, with the WIDA materials. Um, and then finally, there's a WIDA Early Years Ambassador, and that's me. And my role is to help connect programs with the resources as well as with 
the cohort of trainers we have available who can provide implementation support directly to programs across our state. Well, that's great. It's kind of, it's as you're describing all this, you know, my initial reaction, and I'm sure many of our listeners are, listeners are thinking, oh my gosh, this is too good to be true. Can I really get the use of all these things. And I'm guessing that there probably are ways for people to access, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but you could elaborate a little bit on just, you know, if there's a um, a way to, maybe you're not thinking that you want to sign on or you want to pull out all the resources right away. You just want to start with a little, little bite-sized piece and maybe get more acclimated to using those tools. Is that something that's, you know, offered and is okay? for our listeners to, to be able to do that? Yes, you can pick and choose from the resources based on what your own needs or your program needs um, are. A, a great starting point for uh, example might be to view the online course around uh, multilingual learners and their families and think about family engagement as a strategy to begin this work with the tools that are available to you. Um, another thing to do is if, say, your program's doing some work around the early childhood indicators of progress, try checking out the Making Connections document to see how that can really blend with the work you're already doing. So there are many entry points into the materials. Um, and just as there's no one essential action that is um, more important than another, no one tool is required for you to begin with okay. uh, in order to access the materials. It sounds like you've really thought through, or you know, the program and WIDA has mm -hmm. thought it through very thoroughly to really make sure that it's super user-friendly. And then to, to provide you, Cindy, who can be that ambassador to help folks if there are questions and things. And you mentioned that there are also trainers continuing Correct. to do. So that's maybe taking it a deep to a deeper level in a site. Correct. There. Um, so maybe we'll move into just the, how do I even access yes, the resources? Where yes. would I, where would I go to start? Mm -hmm. So it's easy. It's really, <laughs> really easy. Um, first, I'd suggest that you start on the Department of Education multilingual learners page. Um, you would go to the MDE's early learning page, and under high quality early learning, you will find a multilingual learners page. That is really your go-to to learn about how to access these different resources, along with other supports that the Department of Education would have available. If you're an individual, you can simply download the e-learning flyer, which provides uh, explicit instructions for creating your own account on the WIDA okay. portal, and that'll allow you access to all of the online courses. And again, these are free to anybody in the state of Minnesota. If you happen to be a develop user, there's also a link where you can supply us with your develop ID number. So once your online courses through the WIDA portal are complete, I'll take your develop number and ensure that that WIDA work um, shows up in your develop account. So that's wow. Rules. That's fantastic. That is also things like the promising practices kit and the making connections document are available directly from that multilingual learners page. So you can go there if you want. If you're a visual learner and you would like to have a chance to just look at some of the materials, that's a great starting point as well. 
That's fantastic. It sounds like um, just a great opportunity to take the work. You know, we know that this is so important and the depth of the resources that you're providing through this portal are really a way to keep our early childhood educators in our state on really the, the cutting edge of really quality work and quality care, which is so important. And um, so if someone just hears this podcast and says, oh my gosh, you know, my goodness, I, I love this idea, but I'm feeling a little bit unsure. Can they also find access to your support through that portal as well, Cindy? Or how do they get in touch with you or anyone else to get more information if they want someone to be able to walk them through it a little bit more? Sure. So if, if an individual is interested in learning more about how to act or have questions about the WIDA portal and accessing the materials through that um, link, there is a help page on WIDA so you can get that sort of support. If you're a program, for example, and you are thinking about, I'm not sure how to do this with my um, program staff, mm -hmm. then there's a link on the Department of Ed Multilingual Learners page that you can complete uh, that is a program questionnaire, and I'll get that information about what you're looking for, the kinds of support you might be needing, or um, a the type of training that you're looking for, and then I can reach out directly to that program and uh, have a conversation about how to best support their work. Nice. That sounds fantastic. Because I would guess that, you know, even though you said there's, there's not like... Um, a set, you can go in different processes and things, you might be able to then re really recommend the best fit by saying, oh, it sounds like your staff, your team will really benefit from starting here with this type of information and then building on that. Um, go ahead. You were going to say something else. Okay. Okay. Um, so I just think, and from what I've seen and the, the team that's working on this project in our state, I, I just feel so grateful that we have this opportunity for our early childhood educators to really broaden their depth of knowledge and also build skills and provide tools so that, as we know, especially in the last two years during this pandemic, our childcare settings have been you know, just overwhelmed by day-to-day -day life, as we all have. But I think you know, to be able to provide something that maybe gives you that opportunity to feel like you have a uh, a shot in the arm on, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to connect that <laughs> with the pandemic, but whatever. Um, the Just that boost that gives you something new to focus on, I think would be really exciting for people. So um, for our listeners out there, I recommend you go to the portal, check it out, reach out to Cindy for other questions or, you know, do that assessment about your program so that you can find out what really will be a best fit for you. I do um, really thank both of you for being here today. Is there anything else you want to add as we kind of wrap up this overview before we end? Yeah, Priscilla, I think some people might be wondering, why would I even do this? Why would I be oh, yeah. looking at um, using these resources? And, um, one of the reasons might be because uh, the Minnesota Knowledge and Competency Framework is the guiding document in our state for what early childhood educators should know and be able to do. Mm -hmm. And this is a new addition to that um, 
knowledge and competency framework. We have three new additions that were released in 2020, um, new competency areas that include cultural responsibility and practice, trauma-informed care, and then working with multilingual learners and their families, which we're talking about today. Um, those are available. The knowledge and competency framework documents are available on the um, MDE website as well. And um, there's an infant toddler family child care version and then also the working with preschoolers. And that's the one that's been updated. And then early in 2022, you'll see the infant and toddler and family child care versions updated as well. But not only is this important work for the children and families in our state, but it's part of what you need to know. It's yeah. not just not just optional anymore. We have mm -hmm. a lot of um, families that are going to need support in a lot of different areas. And so this is one way of being prepared to do that. Mm -hmm. And all the training in Minnesota um, aligns with that knowledge and competency framework. So as training requirements change, this will be added. Um, and we know that um, we want to have a seamless pathway for people in Minnesota who are doing training for credit-based learning and then all the way through um, bachelor's and master's degrees. And so we've been pretty intentional about making sure that everyone who's doing training and who's doing professional development um, and early childhood faculty have this background information to help prepare the professionals in our state. Um, the knowledge and competency framework section on working with multilingual learners is really based in those 14 essential actions that Cindy talked about. So there's really a seamless and cohesive and streamlined way of implementing your knowledge, um, gaining that practice by using all these tools and materials um, that are so important to our field. So we're, we've kind of worked hard this year on thinking about how do we make it easy and also really have all the resources you need to have that new knowledge and new learning to be doing your best work with kids and families. That's fantastic. Really, you have, you've set everyone up for success. We're hoping you know, so, yeah. It sounds like it. And truly, to have that new expectation as those knowledge and competency framework guidelines to change, mm -hmm. adding those new pieces, people have all that they need to be successfully adding skills and um, abilities related to that. So with this WIDA program, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for the hard work that I know has gone into making all this happen and creating this opportunity for early childhood educators, anyone working with young children in our state to really make the most of that time, our precious years, zero to five, those early learning years where children are learning language and learning how to communicate. And we're able to now offer this great resource to help everyone be successful. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Cindy. Look forward to talking further. If there are other updates that you wanna share, we would love to have you back on Inclusion Matters to share more details too. So thank you for being here. Great, thanks so much for having us. Thanks very much. Take care. Thanks for listening. For more resources, 
visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.